There's nothing more humbling and inspiring and attractive than witnessing somebody be truly and uniquely exceptional. Except, of course, for their journeys. Maybe it's luck. Maybe it's genetics. Maybe it's work ethic. Scott and I wanted to see if we could discover what makes some of the universe's most incredible humans the successes they've become. And ultimately, find out exactly how they became... Ugh, so good. The name of the podcast, we had a short list of like a hundred names, but mm-hmm. the name is Ugh, You're So Good. Like, ugh. Where it's like you're so appreciating good. someone that's good, but you're also like a little jealous. It's like so annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and basically what the podcast is, is we're going to have guests on that are like amazing at something, quite possibly the best at what they mm-hmm. do. And we're just going to interview them and figure out their story and, and why out, they're like, the best. how they got so goddamn good at stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and our goal is to like, Get some inspiration selfishly for ourselves. Yes. Some tips. Yes. And to laugh and do what we do when we whenever we hang out, which is just like hang out, talk about our dreams. Right. Talk shit. Talk shit. And drink. And drink. <laughs> that's like that's all the things I do. We're drinking some drinks right now. We are, we are. And um anyways, but for this first episode, we don't have a guest, but please don't leave us. Yes. We're gonna be each other's guests. We're gonna interview We're each gonna other. Interview each other for like the three people who follow me who don't know who Scott is. You're gonna find <laughs> <laughs> and you can get you can you can get to know us, and once you get to know us, you can decide if you even if want you to hate fucking us. listen to this. Exactly. Okay, so my name's Rozzy. First of all, Scott and I met at USC. Um, Nine years ago. Where we both went for a bit. And um, I'm a singer, songwriter as well. I was signed by Adam Levine when I was a teenager. And if you guys ever went and saw Maroon 5 on their Overexposed tour, and you saw some random-ass girl sing the Christina Aguilera part of Moonside like Jagger, that was me. I went to like a nine of those shows. You did went to so many of those. Um, and then... Uh, I put my last album, my first album, my very first album came out in November. Yes, it's so good. And, um, and, and that's me. And that's her. <laughs> and then my name is Scott, and I'm in a band called Pentatonix. It's an acapella group. And I want to know how many I'm, Grammys you have. And I have three Grammys. <laughs> and yeah, I'm in Pentatonix and a group called Superfruit with my best friend, Mitch. A lot of y'all know that because if you're listening, you're probably a Pentatonix fan. Um, but yeah. And we have a song together. And we have a song together called, called Lose, Lose Us. Us. And we've been I friends for it. nine years getting dinner and uh, drinking and, and blah, just, blah, blah. Like, and now we're about our dreams and hustling. Gonna share it with you. Cheers. I'm going to Cheers take a shot. to that. I'm going to drink some more Prosecco. Uh, um, yeah. And now we're here to show our friendship to the world. Yes, exactly. We've been friends since college, which was nine years ago. <laughs> Wait, should we tell the story of, the, of it, our first, the texture shot story? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, we met and I, I, I saw that you were just killing it more than anyone else in the program. So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to go talk to her. And I was like, so how do you get all the gigs and blah, blah, blah. She was like, oh, I just work really hard. We had like coffee and talked about it. Yeah. But anyways, we became like really close really fast. Yeah, and, we did. And then there was one hiccup in college that like that we didn't freaked talk about- me. Oh, yeah, I we really- talked about it like for the first time last year. I know, I know. Basically, I was playing this game. It's called Text or Shot. And it's a really cute game. You basically like take someone's phone, like a stranger's phone, whoever's in the circle, and you pick a random name from the phone and you compose a whatever text you want to said random name. And then the person has to decide if they're either going to send that text or take a shot. It's adorable. I take it's a so- shot every time. Yeah. <laughs> 
And somebody took my phone and they didn't know who Scott was. It was like the most recent number on my phone probably. And they composed like, hey, like, come over. Come over. Yeah. <laughs> it was something like, it was some like booty call text. And I had a full blown well, you panic were like attack. fresh from Texas. I'm from San Francisco. I was like, we know that I'm not trying to have you come over. First of all, it was very triggering. Because yeah. like in Texas, I was like, closeted, closeted, closeted. Then I moved to LA. I was like, I'm just going to start out gay. I'm just going to do my thing. And you like and didn't then, know like, that I knew. I'm like, honey, I'm from the Bay Area. Yeah. I didn't know you knew. So when you texted me that, I was like, uh, she doesn't know I'm gay. What have I done wrong? Our friendship's ruined. I hate this. Um, but and then I know I followed, my favorite part is I followed up. Like I cheated. And five minutes later, I was like, never mind. Ha ha, LOL. Yeah, and, like, you're so casual it was- about it. You're like, never mind. I'm playing a game. Forget everything I said. I was like, Cool. Yeah, like, didn't and I'm help. still a little paranoid. That, I like, know. is she just saying that because I didn't respond? Oh my god, and we didn't talk about it for like actually a decade. Yeah, that's no. true. So basically, the, the point of this podcast—if I could have anything happen from this podcast—it would be for all y'all listening out there to inspire you in some way to feel like, yes, yes. I can do this. Like, what is the plan? Where am I going? And also to make you laugh. So that's all this is about, okay. right? Yeah. Also oh, yeah, Mark this is, is Mark. Here. Hi, everybody. My yeah. like, Greek god Filipino boyfriend is yeah, here. Yeah, the most beautiful man you've ever seen. <laughs> I just like listening to him talk. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to tell us when we're going off, off the, the rails. rails. <laughs> Which might have already, already happened. happened. I'm like, part of me is like, should we start this whole podcast over? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I feel good about it. Here's um, my first question for you that I actually have always wondered, which is, like, did you always know you were going to be a singer? For sure. Was there well, like, actually, well, a moment for you? Yeah. There was, because I remember being like eight years old, and then I went, I was singing all the time. My mom was like, you should audition for this like country music review. Wait, how old are you? Eight. Eight, okay. So I like waited in line for hours and auditioned, and then if you book Saturday night, that means like you're really good, and I booked Saturday night. Oh my I remember God. it being so special. And then I went up there, and I sang a George Strait song called You so Got to Have a Dace in the Hole. It was like this oh like. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a secret nobody knows. <laughs> I literally, that's all I know of it. And. Everyone was gagged to the house down. They were like literally yeah. like, wow. and it made me feel great. <laughs> and then I got, I like loved singing from then on. So I sang there all the time. Oh, so you like performed there like regularly? Yeah. It's like a child. Like a regular little child. Do your, does anybody in your family sing? My dad sings oh, and plays guitar. Sing. Oh, okay. I didn't know in that. In the church choir. Oh, wow. Um, and my sister sings. Oh, so everyone sings. Yeah. And by everyone, I mean your dad and your sister. Yeah. Wait, when, when did you start singing? I, I actually genuinely don't know this. I know. I. Decided to be a singer in the first grade talent show. Sick name. I sang a Jewel song. What just what song? Um, I was thinking that I might fly today. It's really actually very serious. It talks about like socialism. It's hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> See, you've not changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I remember sitting down in the bleachers, and I was like, "Oh, I'm, that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my entire life." I just like absolutely knew. But oh, I, cool. w- unlike you. Everybody else was not fully on board. Like they weren't like they were like um like I wasn't. But how good. was your voice back then? It was not good. Whoa. It was fine. Like I could carry a tune for sure, but like it's so me. Like I I got good because I practiced a lot. Ten thousand hours. Yeah, that's more of my style. Yeah. I never I I but but oh and delusion. I thought I was amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, narcissism I, can really I work mean, to it your really favor sometimes. <laughs> I remember so vividly when I was in fifth grade, my friends and I did a um, full choreographed. Britney Spears headset, headset, mic, sequin, crop top, n- number two, um, okay, Lady budget? Marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how? What's it like? Oh to Lady God. Marmalade? Oh Full my God, on. fun. And I thought, I, I mean, I was Christina, obviously. Yeah. And I thought I destroyed. And I like vividly remember coming home and being like, mom, like, wasn't that amazing? Like, was that the best I've ever sounded? And her being like, um, 
yeah, great, great job. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't good. That's so fun. You and like how many girls? Me and three other girls. And I'm, actually, I was- Were only, you the most talented? Um, I was the only one who got in trouble for it, which makes me think that I was the only one who's talented. Why? Because I thought it was like slutty of us, which I actually am still mad about. They yeah, like, they slut shamed me and I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. I was just was expressing my, like we were just like singing and dancing. So and those were fun. formative years for you. That shit will stick with no, you. No, I will never forget it. I remember so vividly like having to go into a fucking like one-on-one with the guidance counselor because she was worried I was getting quote unquote pigeonholed. I was like, I don't know what, what? you're talking about. I mean, I'm not to go off the rails, but just for one second, do you yeah. ever think about like your old teachers and how they like, Shaped you in a bad way. Oh my! I feel like I've had some bad. Teachers. Have you? Yeah, I'll like think back and like I can't believe that an adult treats. Kids really? Like that. Well, yeah. I went to like some hippie school, but this happened to me, and that has stuck with me. So that I guess yes. Oh well, I had good teachers too, but I've, yeah. Anyways, moving Wait, on. Do you have a story? I don't really. Well, yes, I do have a story. Yeah. One time, <laughs> really quick, I'll keep it quick. One time in preschool, mm-hmm. no, it was after preschool. It's like right. Yeah, I, uh, my teacher was thought I was so annoying. Was like, please be quiet, please be quiet, and I yeah. wouldn't. I was just like singing and yelling yeah. and laughing. And then she was like, come to the front of the class. And in front of the whole class, she put duct tape over <gasps> my mouth. What? Yeah. That's yes. like a child abuse. For sure. <laughs> and, then, and then she put me in a locker. No. I swear. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. And then I didn't tell my mom. I was so little. I like literally didn't say anything. But then one of the other kids told, told their mom and their mom called my mom. Isn't that nuts? Did she get I actually she got remember fired, it too. Right? Yeah, yeah, she got fired. But well, then my mom was like, I kind of wish I sued her. I was like, you should have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she has, not a, to bring it all she the has way a black hole of a soul. I mean, there's Yeah, but like little things like that happen that like never get talked about. And it's like yeah, really that's dark. crazy. No, that did not happen to me. But I went to like everyone, like I went to school. You probably went to the nicest school. I went to the happiest, like everyone is equal and beautiful school. Like that's, I'm, I'm like, so jealous. Just like liberal land is where I'm from. Yeah, I grew up closeted in Texas. Yeah. So I had a different experience, <laughs> but at least we found each other. We did. Okay. So you started singing first grade, you knew. Oh yeah, I knew. And then I just, I just like literally was convinced I was great and I practiced, but I don't think other people thought I was great until I was um, in seventh grade. And my first time ever feeling like people were like, oh, you're good. And I was like, oh, they finally get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, was, but that's was, what's cool. No, exactly. It's true. Yeah. Because I knew. I mean, honestly, it's a metaphor for life. It's like, if you just own it and like. It's true. Believe. <laughs> that sounds trite. But if yeah. you believe it, like, if you literally authentically believe yeah. in yourself, it's kind of crazy. Like how it's powerful It's very powerful. But I also just think like some things, like it, this is, this is like the most, like it, like who hippie thing about me, but <laughs> no, like some, some things like choose you. Like that wasn't a choice. I didn't make that Whoa, choice. I love like, that. I really genuinely, like, believe me, if I could give up singing and do something else, I would. It's a disaster. It's a, it's a heartbreaking world. Like it's so sad <laughs> yeah, all the it's time. It's ups and downs for sure. Yeah, it's like the most crazy ups and downs, but I, but it's so not even a question for me because it chose me. I remember the feeling like it, it happened. But that's so nice not having doubt. Like True. being like, of course. What's the problem about it is I would like, it makes me doubt everything else in my life because I've never been so sure about anything ever <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm, this is like, I'm so sure that I'm supposed to be a singer that everything else I'm like, do I like you? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking specifically just about love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you grew up, you're a teenager. Yeah. I'm a what teenager. was like your first moment that was like kind of like legit? Mm. You know what I mean? Like you were like, okay. I remember a woman crying to me, a stranger, a person I'd never met because I was Eponine and Les Mis. <laughs> like at school, or I like- was twelve. I like some like community theater, like the, oh, the cool. thing down the street. And I like my friend Reed Campbell. Shout out! I died in oh, his arms. Reed. You know Reed, right? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. yeah, we got hammered together. Once. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, um, and we had this like honestly like 
he's like a professional actor, singer in New York. So we were both serious. And like the scene's like amazing. <laughs> like we're like 11 and I'm like dying bawling. in his arms and we're like crying. It's like, whoa. <laughs> but the first, like this woman came out to me afterwards and like was cry- a stranger. She was like crying and she hugged me. She's like, you just like articulated exactly how I feel. Whoa. And that I'll never forget because if I'm addicted to anything, it's that feeling of like somebody, some random person Connecting. Being affected, yeah. Yeah, because that's how I feel all the time. Like, I watch Beyonce videos and I want to cry. Like, I just feel emotionally I know. connected I to everybody. I just want to tell her that. Uh, <laughs> one day. <laughs> She's probably never heard it. Oh, that's, um, no, that's really, that's really You know what I mean? That was the first time I was like, oh, I can emotionally connect with a stranger. Like, that is. That's sick. cool. And inspire people. That's how about really you? Sick. The first moment, I feel like, well, I feel like I did get like lots of validation for singing when I was growing up. And then. Yeah. So which, you are naturally good. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even ever work at it. Uh, no, when I was 12, I uh, was on Star Search. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Those videos like, destroy me. Oh. You and your little collared shirt. Everyone. I'll kill you. Pause this podcast and go YouTube. <laughs> it's got a Star Search. It's a wild, like full collar on the outside of the suit moment. Yeah, it's hardcore. <laughs> yeah. It's adorable. And I'm, there's, I hit some note and I like snapped in the air. I was like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is unreal. Um, and then I got uh, last. <laughs> no. Did you? Well, no, there was 12 and I got 12th, yes. Aww, but, but you were a baby. I was a baby, yeah. No, but and it you was, were robbed. But then it was my first time in LA and I like walked Hollywood Boulevard yeah. with my parents and took yeah, pictures yeah, of like yeah. the Kermit the Frog star. And totally. Stuff. Yeah, I was like, that was like the moment when I was like, whoa, this is so cool and so fun and so like, it felt right. like intense. Yeah. And I liked that. And you were excited. And I was like, I'm moving to LA for sure. Okay, I have another question, yeah. which is another one I'm actually curious about. You're obviously such a hard worker and I know that about you, but like who do you think other than yourself is Ugh. most responsible? Oh my God, this is so hard because there is a lot. And you feel can wrong. I just, can I just like say choosing? a few? Is yeah, yeah. Okay? This isn't, okay, yeah. Okay, first of all, my mom, because she was like always supporting me. I die for your mom. Okay. Your mom my is mom, an angel of a human. My mom is an angel of I a know, human. She doesn't is. have one bad Not anything one. in her body. She's just like happy go lucky, happy for me, supports me. You're amazing. Don't let people get you down. It's not worth it. Just yeah. do your thing. I'm like, work, mom. I know. <laughs> She's I know. the best person. She really in the world. is. So her, because she gave me like confidence to just uh-huh. like say what I want to say and be who I want to be. And then also, I'm gonna say Ben Bram. That's what wow. comes to mind. Yes, though, of course. Yeah, because he's such a go-getter. And like, I know we Ben, started... everybody, don't get it twisted. We went to USC <laughs> we together. Both know ben. ben and I wrote song. My first ever time getting paid for real to make music was my freshman year at USC. Ben and I co-wrote a song for a Lifetime movie called Sins of a Mother. Oh, oh my gosh. That sounds like a Lifetime movie. And it was, um, I think it started like Jill Scott or something. I felt like, okay, oh, I was like, stand? oh, I made it. I was like, we literally, I'm, I'm a famous person already. This is so exciting. Yeah, you're um, like, it's, <laughs> everything's falling into place. It's anyway, been 10 minutes. So I love Ben. Continue. Okay, so yeah, Ben, I just feel like Ben is such a go-getter. And like, mm-hmm. he was like, you're really talented. I want to start something with you. Let's yeah. let's do something. And, yeah. I, and then we decided to start Pentatonix. And right. then like, he's been our arranger the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so smart and now we started a new group together and we started another thing and he's just like and I can always count on him to literally bring A plus quality mm-hmm. on it within he, one he week. Does. He's just the most he does. on it. He's on it. I know I literally talk, I was with him earlier today and I was like I kind of want to bring you on the podcast because he's he like should. the best at what he does. We should have him on. Oh also I'm wondering who you think. Is mine? Yeah. Um, Other than ooh, me. That is <laughs> I mean like not even a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's hard. Uh, it depends on what, in what way. I mean, 
obviously Adam Levine was like a major role in my life. I mean, to be like 19 yeah. years old and to get a literal email from a f- superstar yeah. at a Cinco de Mayo party. <laughs> at a Cinco de Mayo? Oh, were you drunk? Yeah, I was at, it was like, time it was like 3 p.m. at Matias Mora's house. Remember, like the, it, was like the, it was like the USC yeah, yeah, band I was, house. I was did you like, like cry and scream? I made one, I was sitting next to my friend Eric Radboff and I made him read the email. I love that. Because I was like, does this say what I think it says? <laughs> Literally. He's like, yes. I was like, I gotta go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was just like, like literally life changing, like to go on those tours. And so many of the people that still listen to my music met me on those tours. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even like when that all came crashing down, that was also so important for me because it wasn't until this is something. Okay, guys, this is so type A of me, but I watched like a hundred hours of Oprah before this podcast. Like, to be honest, the minute I had one sip of Prosecco went out the window. So I didn't learn anything, <laughs> but, oh God. but, um, she talks about like how important failure is. And I actually oh, think wow. failure is so important. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once you realize that, it's not scary. It's anymore. not so scary. Yeah, failure is dope. It's like, it's, <laughs> failure is lit. It's lit. I've had so much failure. You know, it's great. No, because you really learn is. and it makes you stronger and it well, literally like, makes you just like more with it. Exactly. Like you don't, no one wants to be like that one bitch who like hasn't gone through something. Like, right, right, right. They you don't, like, you don't. Yeah. Like as an artist, as a person, like you're just going to not have anything to say. And so, so I would say Adam on both ends of that, like being so instrumental and in like bringing me into the business, but also me learning like, oh, I need to actually find myself as an artist, actually like find myself as a songwriter, like have some like something really just like to say like I didn't really have that until that all that all like my like life got ruined for a second you know (laughs) and so like that's that's uh, so I mean I guess in a lot of ways Adam and then honestly maybe Jeffrey Allen my voice teacher oh my god I love Jeffrey Jeffrey is so good he's like a father he is a father and he just like sees your soul yeah it's wild yeah and I like I said like I don't think I was born naturally that talented I really don't <laughs> think so and I think I just have like worked really hard at being a good singer and and Jeff is so smart and like the like the technique and training and everything like he's, I could talk about singing for he's a literally an expert he's here. like the way that your skull is shaped yeah, I, know, I was like how the hell do you know all that stuff? he like pulls out like x-rays like it's wild so it's like <laughs> yeah. it's amazing and I feel like that's huge because like now I, I just feel like I know how to sing yeah so. you are good at it thank you all right you guys so that concludes the first half of our conversation today. And next time on Ugly So Good, you'll hear the second part of the conversation. So be sure to tune in then. Ugly so good.